out the voice is back everybody <clears throat> oh if you would have heard we'll see her last week yeah it was tragic <laughs> a mess it was tragic it, it was, was really tragic. tragic hey this tt um we about to get into this tea. <laughs> <laughs> i was like never mind we don't have to do it don't worry about it don't worry about it. Just let let the people know what's going on, and we'll we'll figure it out. So crazy is I was called extra dramatic for posting a video, letting people know that new episode last week, and that's fine. That's what I was going for. I'm a cancer. I'm going to be as dramatic. <laughs> Somebody as I said you were dramatic. Yes, I got that multiple times. Like you're so dramatic, but laugh oh, out loud. Okay. Not like well, I mean, I'm oh bitch, you I so mean, dramatic. People don't know you. Dang, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just extra. But anyway, welcome to another episode. Two of chicks, talking shit. Okay, all right. Let's um see what's going on in the world of pop culture today. <laughs> yeah, but we are not gonna start with. We're not. What we not gonna do is, Sam. <laughs> Gee, Willigress. My nigga. My nigga. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not how you start a podcast. Look. Excuse me. My my bus. Look. My bus. I'm I'm an amateur. What do I know? Look. Okay. Obviously, um, we ain't doing it right because we ain't on uh exactly. on uh, I don't even know what she's doing. But uh whatever. We're not gonna start with her. Um so I have not always been a fan of CNN. I don't always watch it. They, you know, sometimes they just don't have, like, good representation um, of the peoples Mm -hmm. on CNN. However, they have taken a step back. They have gathered a group of wonderful African-Americans and put them on a political panel. And I am so excited. So we will have April Ryan, Andrew Gilliam, Angela Rye, and Bakari Sellers. So um, I think they started this week. They were on early in the morning, not early in the morning, but like first thing in the morning. Um, I'm just really excited because it's a morning show. It's four black faces and CNN put them on first thing okay. in the morning. So I'm really, really, so, really so excited. Gonna have the Negroes on in the morning. Cool. <laughs> yes. So it's supposed to start as a weekend show that's supposed to like go against like um, Al Sharpton's show on MSNBC because he has a couple of us on the okay. show with him. Now I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Sharpton, um, but I am a fan of Andrew Gilliam because as you you remember him from oh my god. This is going to be the wrong state. Florida, I think, Andrew Gilliam ran for. Hold on. Let me do my Googles before I mess it all the way up. Girl, I don't even know who he is. I'm going to have to Google him. Google him, yes. He was the mayor of Tallahassee, Florida. Mm-hmm. 
and he was I think I, he was the nominee. I for think governor. I remember who he is. He was running for something, and the guy tried to play him. Yeah, and he was like, he yeah. said something real slick. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so he he's gonna be part. Um, he had won the Democratic election. But when he was going against the Republican, he lost. Mm-hmm. So um, I just sent you his picture. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember him. They I know. remember him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. So excited about that. Um, I know you are a book reader. I am. Speaking of which, I'm I'm considering mm-hmm. starting a book club. Okay. I need to finish a couple books and then I'll be right there with you. I'm a little bit behind. Like, see, he was like, like okay, I'll start a book. <laughs> see, I start books and then I get bored with them because I want them to just get to the climax like really quickly. Oh. And I realize that that's not what happens. Yeah. So then I'll go back and I'll read a little bit more and I'll be like, okay. I'll yeah, I'm going to be this. honest too. I but, can't, I, I don't particularly care for slow reads and I don't particular I don't care for books where they are um overly wordy with their uh mm-hmm. descriptions. For example, it'd be like yeah. it was a cold dark morning. The dew was on the on the car. <laughs> you could feel the air as you stepped outside. It smelled like fresh laundry on a summer day. You like <laughs> okay. Okay, it was nice. Right, like set. we get it. It, it was a little it was weird. it was it was a different kind of day. The vibe was different. It was a spring right, morning. Like, so that like when when I read books and they do that, I'd be like, okay, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's all I am. It's just like, okay, yeah, we're not gonna let me do this. Right. Okay. So did you ever read the um so the book called Children of Blood and Bone? No, ma'am. Okay, so I know that it's supposed to be a really good book. I haven't read it. I I get I bought it for one of my daughters, so she has read it. But it was a best-selling novel by a Nigerian American author. Her name was Tomi Adeyemi, okay. and um, it was on the New York Times bestseller list. It was like it was like a top mm-hmm. book, right? And so, the book's movie adaptation was originally acquired by Fox back in two thousand. But apparently, um, the project now is being picked up by Disney because I don't know if you know, but Disney acquired Fox. So um, now Disney is going to make a movie of this um, Nigerian Americans book. So I'm okay. excited, um, which means I should probably read the book before they make the movie so that I really um, know what's going on. Um, also, there is uh, a follow-up to the book called Children of Virtue and Vengeance, which is going to come out later this year. So, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's pretty big because it'll be like a sci-fi type book um, because there's a king who ordered the decim- decimation of Maji. That's the name of the heir of the people. Um, and it follows the journey of an orphan Maji who sets out to bring back magic for her people and strike against the monarchy that is hell bent on eradicating magic. So for this evil. is like so. a sci-fi type. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, 
I'm gonna have to get you out to send me that title again. You know, might have to add that as a selection in the book club. Cause, cause I want to do. Don't laugh. <laughs> I want to do different kinds of books. Good. Okay, I'm in your book club. Just let. Just make sure you start it in like a few months, cause I gotta finish. Well, you could just books. catch on to the next book, cause um, I think the first look is the first. Well, I'm not gonna say I think I know. The first book that um I've chose is um. Mm-hmm. The blue is I, and I gotta order it. By the time okay. it'd be cool to start it with Tony Morrison. With Tony Morrison, that's right. You know, right you know. So yeah, okay. so I'm gonna start it. I don't know. I'm thinking about starting a Facebook group, but I just want to let it be known that this ain't no group to be posting stupid memes and shit. This is <laughs> book. This is strictly only. for just to be like. Strictly right, this is strictly to be like, okay, this is the new what book are we doing next? This is when we're gonna meet, this is when the book will be done, and to maybe do live to go live for those who can't attend. Mm-hmm. When because I want to do, okay. um, I want us to meet like at least once a month in person, okay? okay. Yeah, anyway, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> It's all right. It's a shameless plug. Moving, moving mm-hmm. right along. Uh, um, let's talk about the recently released Centoya Brown. Mm. So Shorty been in jail for like fifteen years mm-hmm. um, for a crime she did like for a crime that I don't think she should have been convicted. Not of. for life. And so, <laughs> right. So she's recently uh, been released from jail. Um, we know that she has a book deal, so she plans on writing a book about um, her journey. It's called Free Centoya, My Search for Redemption in the American Prison System. Mm-hmm. Long title, but it's okay. I get it, mm-hmm. ma'am. Um, so this week, it, com- it <laughs> breaking news <laughs> was that she married... One of the replacement members of Pretty Ricky, who goes by the name of Jay. He's Long. a replacement, so he's not even an original. He was not an original member of Pretty Ricky. I when um Pleasure P left the group, this is the dude who came and took his oh, place. Oh wow! I thought, damn, damn, and so. They got married just like almost immediately. So there's a lot of questions surrounding this because there's no detail. Like she's not talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. What well, all everything I, they keep saying is read the full story when her book hits the shelf. You're like, come on, Joe. But like you can I've just- been trying <laughs> to find this man on Instagram. I've tried to find this man like a oh, picture. Let the real come on, let I'm gonna be the detective. Um, let, I'm gonna find I'm like gonna show I've you. googled and seen like a picture that looked like it was taken by a photographer, but like <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything else, like nothing. And then, like, they must got Santoya in hiding because I haven't seen sis since she got, yeah, she's asked, yeah, she asked for privacy. Though. Oh, okay, because like I'm waiting to, I'm waiting to follow her on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. <laughs> I guess she like, I'm not. Uh-oh, I think I found something. Okay, because I didn't. 
<laughs> Look at my Googles. My Googles are working. Well, my Googles wasn't, and I spent a long time. Oop, he's apparently a Christian. Oh, yeah, I now. found that. You ain't found nothing new. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't like you, Joe. Yeah, I found that. Oh, did you know? Oh, okay. Well, this is different. <laughs> okay. Um, now, mm-hmm. did you know he was married to somebody from Total? Yes, I did find that out. I was um, <laughs> I was reading on Twitter because everybody was trying to figure it out. And so, yes, he was married to Pamela Long, and she called him diabolical. Yeah, she was like, so perhaps she said that he that basically she said that he. Um, he kind of like stalked her. Mm-hmm. Well, she has already started telling people that um, he has alternative motives with um, Centoya. She said the man is diabolical and he is a manipulator. The way this man pursued this woman is the way he did me. Like now, I have no idea, yo, like what happened, but apparently. They did. They got married while they while she was in jail, and not after she right. got out. So, um, <sighs> she said that he came and found me using the same card, claiming he was a Christian artist. Mm. And so she, she also said he may be able to hide behind his handsome looks of being a good man, but God knows the heart and exposure is coming. <laughs> I when I read like when I read something and I don't know when I was reading it, I was getting them vibes of like when a, a ex find out that her man got a woman, a mm-hmm. new woman. Yeah, and now she want to be like, well, girl, I'm just gonna tell you, beware, right? Warning, and it's like, well, sis. Maybe he saw something in you that he felt he can get away with doing that with. Right. But that might that don't mean that, that he's necessarily MO with her. Now, if it is, that's messed up. I'm not saying you completely ignore what's said, but at the same time, it's like, sis, ain't nobody heard from you. One nobody thinking about you. Who, who how we know you ain't in on it? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, so I mean, her saying something, I'm kind of like, okay. Yeah, so maybe she was trying to be helpful. Maybe Can nobody asked why I help. Oh, and I, and I, hey, bitch, ain't nobody asked you shit. Can nobody ask you <laughs> nothing. Like, just fall back, be easy, chill out, and whatever else. Like, right. Just calm down, sis. Like, you will get your time to shine. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's talk about um, R&B superstar Robert Sylvester Kelly. Um, his attorney is saying that the singer is having a miserable time in prison as he is at the Metropolitan Correction Center here in Chicago. Mm. <laughs> Ain't he in a federal prison? Yes. Uh, Don't they get phones in federal prison? 
no. So according oh, I thought to they, the, I thought they was able to have a phone in federal prison. No, no. I mean, I don't think in no prison you allowed to have a phone. But these niggas oh. have a phone. Yeah, it's contraband. I mean, he better get him a contraband phone with an app. And put the Bible app and listen to the scriptures. Stupid. Unfortunately, he is in solitary confinement away from general population. Man. And look. so he has nobody to talk to. He don't know. He <laughs> he has the Bible, but they say he can't read it. And so I'm sorry. I'm trying my best not to formulate the laughter, but it's there. And it's probably going to come in a second. But you like, heard what I said. I said he just needs to <laughs> pay one of the guards a few hundred dollars they'll slide him a phone in he can download the bible app and he can listen to the bible not gonna happen so he Uh, also is receiving plenty of mail like this man has received thousands well somebody sent him some easy readers so he can practice his reading while he in there (laughs) Maybe what y'all send to him is too advanced. Send him like see see Dick Run. See Jane Go. Nah, I have been a fan of yours for multiple years. Right. I That's am- too much. That's too much. Keep it simple. Just keep keep your keep I it like, like you. I like your music. <laughs> you sound good. Keep your head up. I will pray. <laughs> number four <laughs> letter U right for you <laughs> like what four year old wrote this honey? well that's what they gonna need shit basically his attorney is putting him on blast Joe talking about he's able to recognize words words phonetically so that don't even mean he's spelling this shit right he's, he's saying he writing it how he how it sounds good 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 i don't i don't have no words i know i shouldn't be laughing but like See what goes around comes around, Joe. Like this man, you know I, I don't feel bad. This, you know, like I, I'm just trying have... to, I'm trying to figure out how the hell was he texting and emailing these girls. That nigga was not texting nor emailing. He had like not legibly. He not probably clear. was. He probably was one of the ones who was like I don't really like the text. I'm old school. Call, Call me. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your voice. Uh, no, nigga, you can't read or write, bitch. My damn black. He probably the most emoji using ass motherfucker. Girl, nobody got time to be trying to uh decipher his damn emojis. <laughs> we not gonna do that. Oh, okay, all right, I'm done. Um, talk about petty. Um, so. Remember during the polar vortex, a certain um, cast member of the show Empire stated he was outside and below zero water. Water weather. <laughs> he <laughs> might as well. <laughs> that, that air was cold as hell. You would have thought you was in a freezer. He could have just <laughs> added. He could have just added it to the list of things that he said happened. <laughs> they poured water on me. 
Right. He could have anyway. just added it to <laughs> the rest of the story. Um, so the area where he was attacked, Empire, the show decided this week, and I can confirm this because I take this route every day to pick up my D from work, was blocked off <laughs> because they were filming Empire on the very street where this man said that he got his ass beat. You, wait a minute, hold on, some pause. Vampire decided to record yes. an episode uh-huh. of Empire uh-huh. on the street. Yes. The same street that this man said he got wop bam balloon bopped and wop bam boom dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we say P E T T Y? They probably was like, actually, this is the perfect area. <laughs> they was like, great story, great story. <laughs> Great story, great Absolutely. location. Whoever whoever scouted the area for Jesse did a great job. This is actually perfect. Great, no, they walked around and like I, I feel it, I feel it. This is great, great. <laughs> they had their little hands up, made the little box. They was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can see it now and right sing. here. <laughs> it is a cool. So like the the, the blocky claim this happened on. It's so low key, so you probably semi familiar because you know where uh, Yogi used to work uh-huh. right there. And so, like, it's one block south, like you walking towards the river, and then lower going into Lower Wacker Drive. So they were all they were from Yogi's old job all the way to the river, all the way west to Wacker. Well, not too far west, but like two blocks to Wacker. So they had it all blocked off. I was like, dang, I gotta find a whole new route. But I, it was like whatever. So I'll just go. I'll go the long way. It's fine. But when I found out it was Empire filming, I was like, oh hell so, no! So what if this is the scene where he died? Where I, they kill him off? We are on stage today. Look at that. Because <laughs> I swear, I was just gonna say that. So is this the scene where he 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 died? I don't even watch Empire. Me neither. But let me tell you, they say he probably not ever coming back to the show. And so they gotta kill him. So, they have to kill him. What if this is how they kill him? Well, I tell you what, we would never know because I'm not going to watch it to find out. I'm going to find out. I'm going to read something and it's going to tell me. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I got to watch it, you can forget. It ain't going to happen. I refuse to give no. Not watch how it. bad those show got to be for both of us to be like, no. Nah. I ain't going to watch it. That, that, is, that is the pinnacle of it right there. Like, nah, I'm you bad now this is bad like we watch some trash tv i know i do oh definitely oh damn i'm talking about me too you said we i'm like oh i ain't trying to say oh because i said (laughs) be on that bullshit y'all the dumbest because i was like i know i do and you was like the acute and right on time like definitely no In agreeance, because <laughs> I watch Housewives, Potomac, nah, Hip Hop, nope. everything. Yeah, um, I only watch I Love and Yeah, I watch Love and Hip Hop. Some of them, uh, Black, which and reminds Crew. me, I'm behind on Hollywood. I have been watching my recaps with Kendall, Kendall, and that nigga's been, <laughs> but they like really brief. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to watch the episodes to figure out what's really going on. 
but I'm going to catch up. But yeah, I watch all that dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. I was told by a co-worker that I need to watch 90 Day Fiance. And Love Like the Lockup. I need to catch up on that. Oh, God. Okay, so clearly we watch Ratchet TV. Okay. So, but our standards I, is low. But <laughs> we say all that to say that we not... We still ain't watching We not it. watching that. Like, we, we draw the line at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally watched. I watched two episodes of Empire, and it wasn't even like the first. Was, I was like, maybe I could just watch it. And I think I saw D Ray on one, and I was like, this is he is not believable as a thug. Okay, I can't watch this. No, then, now, I, and now, and I'm going to say this. Now, let me say this. Let me be real, 100. The first season, like when it first <laughs> came on, uh-huh. I was into it. Like okay. I was. I love the song. You're so beautiful. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Uh, 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 uh. Like I was liking the music. I was into it. And then mm-hmm. when people start dying and coming back and falling and getting yeah. amnesia, I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I also got tired. I didn't like, I don't know. It was just too much going on in the show for me. So yeah. I just didn't get into it at all. So whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, last show. Casting one hundred one. Uh, positive. I just at the next email rapper to receive it. To me, this is like way overdue, number one, because it's the MTV Video Awards. And if you think back, think back to the 90s of like whose videos we was sitting around waiting to watch and see, it was Misty yep. and Michael. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I remember when so, they were. I feel like. Yeah, I remember had- like when Sharp videos would come out. It would be like a big thing, and you would be sitting around waiting for MC, yeah, yeah. MTV to drop that joint. Like, and and I love the days when they would like drop new videos at like the oddest times. It would be like after Mama, I want to sing the world premiere. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This you not lying though, because I remember. When black and white, when Michael Jackson black and white was premiering, what? it was like eight o'clock at night, and it was like after yeah. it was on Fox, and it was after it was after some TV show. They was like the world premiere of Michael Jackson black and white. I told my mom, I said, I'm I'm watching it. I don't care what time it come on, right. said, baby. Everybody was glued to the TV when that kind of stuff happened. Even when they did it during TRL or one of the little countdown shows, and it was like new music video, everybody was like, "Oh, shit, right!" And they like, and they, we, and they would hype it up the whole show, like, and stay tuned yes. for the world premiere. You be like, God, right? Damn, they had a goof, the goofiest guests Just come on, and you like, them, come on, and now and then it's like, and now world <laughs> premiere, world from world premiere, world. world, 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 world and then that stupid ass spinning, like spinning, spinning world will come on MTV. Like, world premiere, like, world, 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 world premiere. God, oh. the good old days. Now videos come out, I don't even know, like at all. 
unless the artist right. put it on their Instagram Click or something the link to in say, my bio. Oh, like, damn, niggas still do videos? They do. Shit. On Vivo. They even put them on Vivo now. I know, but like I like nowadays, I feel like I'm way behind. Like my kids probably because they live on YouTube, they see all this stuff. But like, I'll be like, dang, did they ever do a video for this song? I'll go back and then start. I'll spend thirty minutes, thirty forty minutes watching music videos because I ain't know they came out. Yeah, I you know I well of course I'm on YouTube because I'm on YouTube. <laughs> yes, you're a content creator, so you know I'm on it. But I'll be watching music videos. Unless it's something that yeah. I really want to see. Like, I'm just seeing No Guidance by Drake and Chris Brown. Yeah. And that was the most, I think I told you, I think I, that was the most light-skinned video I've ever seen in my life. Oh, definitely. And I'm light-skinned, so you, it's got to be light-skinned when a light-skinned person is like, this is some light-skinned-ass <laughs> shit. My favorite part is Drake, the fight scene when Drake be like, Ew. Right. Like, I got your heart. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Give it back to you. <laughs> that nigga's so damn now, I'm going to tell you the part okay, that yeah. made me say this is light skin. This is a light skin shit. Is when they was like, yeah. dance battle. And then Chris Brown started yeah. in the slow motion shit. And I was like, Yeah. I was like, never in the history of anyone ever have there ever been a dance battle with two people and they bust out in a um, what's the word I'm looking for? A um, what is the dance called? A presentation piece, emotional piece where they start dancing slow. <laughs> Something wrong like, with you. I was like, what? A modern dance. Like, what the fuck is Basically, it was, it was weird. weird as fuck. It was I was a- like, okay, this, this is like, this, I guess this is what light skinned niggas do. Okay, back to Missy Elliott. So the VMAs will be live Monday, August twenty sixth. Um, they're hosted by some dude I ain't never heard of. Um, he's comedian, actor, and author Sebastian Manis. Never heard of him. Whatever. Anyway, his promo commercials ain't funny either. Oh, I'm not so watching. Whatever. I'm not watching that. Girl, a lot of music. But the cool thing is, a lot of music and rap music. And it's starting to get on Monday. I'm getting old. Definitely, man. <laughs> um, cool thing is, MTV and Pepsi are hosting a pop up event. So for anybody that's in New York on August 24th and 25th. Um, the muse- they're gonna have they're gonna celebrate the museum of Missy Elliott and it'll allow fans to be immersed in her music videos and costumes. Okay, so I would want to cool. get in a garbage bag. But when you said that's what when I want, you said Pepsi was uh, collabing with somebody. I don't know why. I thought you was gonna say Pepsi and Reebok, and they was about to do the guy that has us again. I don't know why. And I got excited. Like I don't even drink pop like that. If I do, like I I, I would sip a Pepsi. I was legit finna be like, let me go get me a, a, some bottles of Pepsi, so I can get me a gotta. Right. Did you have a gotta gotta have a card? Um, no, ma'am. That's before your time. Let me see. It, it it might be because that came out. My sister was still a baby, oh, so that so. has to be like. 
Yeah, I was 10, 11. My pop was still being monitored. My pop in Texas was still uh, being monitored at that uh, point. You, had, you, said, oh. you were still drinking knee high orange. <laughs> no, I never drank that, ma'am. I don't like oh, okay. soda. You were drinking like fruit punch. You were still drinking fruit punch. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but no, like, yeah. So I think I had to be like 13, 14, but they had this thing. Look it up. It was called uh, the. It was like a collaboration with Pepsi and it was like Pepsi gotta have it and they had these cards and you can get discounts like those Reebok classics that everybody wearing now at like you can get a discount where you can get them joints for like $19.99 or $29.99 or something like that and they had discounts for like other stuff like free pop or something like that but girl that's something like everybody and their mama had some Reebok songs. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know which Reeboks I'm talking about. Yeah, right? I know. The that they wearing now that they charging folks like 65 $60. bucks for. Yeah, I used yeah. to pay like 30 bucks for mine. You better believe it. You had that card, it'd be like $19.99. Actually, if you went to Shoe Carnival or something like that, they was like $25. <laughs> anyway, right. Okay. Um, all right. So I think it is time for us to take a trip uh, into the classroom on podcast. <laughs> um, so this week, um, let, where did I start? I don't know. I don't know. Just, just digging it, get in there. Oh God. So Queen Radio, um, Nicki Minaj celebrated her one year anniversary of Queen Radio, um, hmm. which is, I don't know if it's supposed to be a radio show or a podcast. People call I think it a- it's a radio show because she plays music. She does. Which play was music. very, conf- it was very confusing for me because this week was my first time listening. And I kept think I kept thinking that Apple was like messing up, and they was like, like I was like, I want to listen to Queen Radio, and they kept playing music, and I was like, is it skipping to music? No, it's so it she, so number one, she doesn't play anyone else's music. She only, only plays music that is hers or she's featured on. Don't like that, right? Whatever, I get it, ma'am. Um, right. So that that was. Yeah. It was it was I think it was one or two songs that I was like, okay, maybe. But yeah. I was confused and I kept like going back. So like it took me about ten or fifteen minutes to finally realize, like, oh, sis playing music on here. Yeah, but <laughs> well, she also starts she started it with a, a song and then it repeated like four times which let me know that they weren't ready to start. And I thought it was something wrong with my phone. So I was like, what's going on here? Why does this song keep starting over? Uh-huh. But it wasn't me. It was the show because they weren't ready to start. Anyway, okay. Mm-hmm. long story short, she has Joe Budden on. Hmm. And Nikki has a history of bringing people on her show, which I think is an abuse of power, but we'll get there in a second. Okay. Um, she brings people on her show to bring up these old issues that she's had with them and she's not really inviting she doesn't really have a conversation it is a very toxic and unhealthy conversation 
So she she gets into the show. She's talking to Joe. It started off real good. He he, kahas, all of that. Then they started talking about the song with Meg the Stallion and how. And they asked her like, "How does she plan this rollout for yeah. the song?" And she took offense to it because she did what she's like. I wasn't even on the song when we did the live, so like, what am I doing? Like pretending that I don't know how to use live. Yeah, I, song. I heard that part. I'm like, okay, ma'am. But at the same time, Meg has been hyping the song up for weeks. She mm-hmm. it, she has been hyping it up. It got pushed back, so people started wondering why it got pushed back. Then she had a release date of August 9th. And so clearly it was pushed back to allow for Nikki to get on the song Mm -hmm. and for them to master it and all of that. So I don't think it was too far-fetched that Joe and his team thought that it was a stage rollout. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then... They get into talk, like she at this point she is getting really upset. She's like, "You're so disrespectful. You always do this to women with women of power." Like she feels right. like she has such power. Like yeah, so I you know I'm smart. I'm super smart, and you're not gonna play that with me because I'm not these dumb bitches that you be talking to. <laughs> yeah, and like you you're used to being the smartest person in the room, but not today, my nigga. I'm like, oh god, like right, right. Oh, how you want to be classified as a woman so tough, but you want to keep my nigga, my nigga coming so hard. And you. then she, you know, everybody thinks that I mean, but you know, I'm from New York and. This is how we talk. Yeah, like, y'all some mean people. Y'all some mean. Like, nobody ever has said New York has the nicest people in the world. Y'all right, abrasive. True. Y'all loud. And some of y'all are really mean. Not all of y'all. Because I have encountered some really nice New Yorkers. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So, Joe, they get into the conversation about motorsport. Motor and this is when the conversation goes to the fucking left. <laughs> oh, that's an understatement. Essentially, Nikki was mad because Joe said on his show that Nikki basically knew Cardi was going to be on the song. Mm-hmm. And Cardi and um, Nikki is saying whole time, uh, whole time that she really didn't know what was going no, on. No, it's the other way around. Oh, Joe Budden was saying that my fault. Yeah, Joe Budden was saying no, no, don't, no apologize. Joe Budden was saying that um, Nikki did know, right? That that uh, Cardi was going to be on the song, right? And <laughs> she claimed she what didn't. Wait a minute, let me take it. He said, I think he was saying she didn't know, and she and she's saying that she did know. Yeah, there we go. That's it, right there. Right. She was whatever, like, whatever the case. He said one thing. She said he, another, and he and she said that Joe lied about it multiple times. She starts yelling at him to the point where he can't even respond. So, like, mm-hmm. how the fuck are you trying to have a dialogue about something that has upset you and you want to get past it, and you're yelling at this person? Right. You they can't want... even give you their side of the story. Right now, but I will say this though. Oh, she, she did. Best. She treated it. Oh, honey, 
Oh, she <laughs> got him. Yeah, I, I'm when, not saying she didn't chew him up and spit him out, put him on the grill, barbecue him, <laughs> serve him to people, and say how to chew them. Shit, I was like, damn, I hope don't nobody ever get this mad at me where they talking to me like this. Answer the fucking question. No, we're not. You're changing the subject. He's like, no, I'm not. Technically, he was still talking about motorsport, but like it was a different topic instead of like knowing she was on the song. Right. Plan on going back and forth with the lyrics. And she still never answered that. She just went on and on. But, like, she was toxic, and then I felt like Joe's showmates or co-hosts of his podcast were just kikiing and laughing along with Nikki. Right. And I'm like, I'd be goddamn me and Fee going to damn show. You better know, we we in this together. Like, we <laughs> ain't nobody cutting either first one of all, us up. First of all, you ain't never finna sit there. And holler at either one of us like that, and think that that's gonna be okay, and we gonna continue to kiki with you. Right. Hold on, sis. Um, <laughs> what you're going to do is get your tone together. That's Put some respect on with. my name. Put some respect Bring- on our names. <laughs> Bring your voice down. Right. Let's have a conversation because like she's done this multiple times. Like this is why people have this idea about her like that she's mean and that you know she's disrespectful you know like today on his show because she had promised to go on his show she fulfilled that promise or whatever Mm -hmm. but it was the same thing they start having a conversation about what happened on her show and she yelled at him for a clean 35 minutes talked about how she's been bullied her entire career to the point where you don't know what I've been going through. People have killed themselves because of this blah blah blah. I'm like, Nikki. First of all, the barbs are the worst. And she plays them like she'd be like, okay, Barb, yeah. let's keep them. Let's do this. Like you you enjoy that kind of shit, ma'am. She like they will go after somebody and she would she will like it. Like yep. they'll say something and she'll go behind them and she'll like the comments. Right, and all endorsing this other shit. stuff, endorsing <laughs> it and pushing it, and it's like doing a passive, passive aggressive move. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, sis, people see you, they see what you're doing. Like, you right. ain't slick. So, right. like, I mean, I'll, I'll give her her points on getting him clean together because I'm not a huge Joe Budden fan. Like, yeah. I'm not a Joe Budden fan at all. I don't like his. Um, just his demeanor. Yeah, he's not a smug. fan of it. <laughs> that smug ass demeanor, like, and it's like it's like he's trying to play up on the grumpy old man type deal. Well, now. he's a grumpy old man, like. But <laughs> it's like, nigga, please, if you if you that don't want to be bothered, then get the fuck out of the business. Put, yep. Live off what you got, and you know, go stand in front. Don't even go stand in front of Walmart. Just um, live your life in solitude. Nobody likes right, you. <laughs> right. Because just like you don't want to be bothered and you don't like nobody, you better believe the feeling is mutual. Like, don't nobody really like you either, bro. So if you don't want to be bothered with folks, and that's that's the the way you want to be, 
so be it. But this mug shit that you do, like, ain't nobody for that. Yeah, and I do agree with her to the point, like, about Joe that he gets upset. He throws these tantrums, like, you know, that's just how he is. Like, if he can't be heard, like, he just go get mad or whatever. But on her show, he didn't even he didn't even raise his voice. He ain't stand a chance. He really did not stand a chance because he's right. Like, she, well, no, I was listening to Charlemagne, and what they were saying was, like, Nick, I feel like Nikki tries to intimidate people, and I get get it because she has a studio full of full of thugs sitting up there. Mm-hmm. Her thug ass husband be in and out the studio. Can't nobody come up there and like really speak their mind because you put them in an uncomfortable ass situation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, so I are they married? Her. Speaking of speaking, her her uh, husband. Oh, say they married? No, nah, soon to be. She said. She said as of yesterday, they have about eighty days to get married because they had to renew their marriage license because they were traveling too much. But she will get married within the next eighty days. Well, congratulations to her. <laughs> I can tell us, and I and I hear people like. I heard people had an opinion about that and, and my whole thing is she's an adult, he's an adult and you know I can care less. Well as you can see, me and she are like pros at this podcast and you see how she speaks her you know, opinion I listen, I speak she listens, you know we may laugh over each other or over each other but in podcasting and radio you should, it's a dialogue. You let people be heard. Yeah. Like, you don't be hollering over folks. And even if we have a guest, like, I don't even think we would do that if we have a guest, even if we don't agree with that guest. Right. I still don't see us hollering, hollering <laughs> and yelling no. and just being stupid. Like, it was just. It was just too oh, much. And today was so bad. Like, here's what upset me. So, Rory is the only white person on, on Joe's show, right? He's a white boy, red hair, you know, cool, seems to be a cool dude on the air. Mm-hmm. But like, she called him my nigga so many times. And I felt like it's bad enough that he has to be on, he's on a hip hop show. Um, he's in the culture. He probably, mm-hmm. in his mind, probably feels like he should be able to say the word, but he's smart enough to know not that to. he can't. Yeah. Right. However, don't do that to him and put him in an even more uncomfortable situation. She yelled at him for like a good ten minutes. For what? Because he said something to her, and I can't even remember what he said. But he didn't really say anything wrong, and she just jumped down his throat, called him all kinds of niggas, and I just felt like that was inappropriate. But who am I? She's Nikki. She has millions and millions of dollars. I don't give a- yeah, you know, I'm just a lowly person in my Ooh, personal child, studio. Ooh, that's outside. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you see, I caught myself. I don't give a fuck. Look, let me tell. You, let me just tell y'all this right now. If you ever invite me, C and T, out to your show, to whatever, to do whatever, whatever the case may be, and if you think. That you're going to sit up and, <laughs> and not, and we don't go clean the smooth hell out. 
Here's the thing. <laughs> here you go. I just I just want to make this clear and understood so that you okay, know. Okay, let it be known like, when we get our invitation. Right. Here's we the thing. No For the most part, me and T are both non-confrontational. Although yes. we, you know, we talk our crap on the show yeah. for the most part we yeah. are very non-confrontational and I believe that we are the type that's going to be like okay let's try to figure this thing off figure this thing out before it goes completely left and you want right. to know why we're going to do that because once it goes left <laughs> it's going it's to, hard to come back it's going to take <laughs> a miracle a miracle for it to go back right because <laughs> Gemini and cancer. A Gemini and a cancer. And we are going, it is going to be a shit show. So <laughs> we I'm just telling y'all, not say that we we look for it, like I said, we are going to try our best. We are going to try our very best <laughs> to work things out, get everything squared mm-hmm. away. Let's all get on the same page. Let's kumbaya. Let's do whatever we have to do to make this work. What we don't want to happen is we want everybody to be happy and at peace and we want this to be a pleasant experience for everybody that's going to be our that's going to be our thing but like I said if if it just can't get there then we'll get there <laughs> and that's all that's all I got to say about that okay all right, we'll be right back. Check out this ad from Anchor. Be right back. We are back, and it is time for Girl Talk. And um, got a couple. And I think it makes sense to start off with Miss um, Onika once again. <sighs> So I do know that during the Joe podcast, she start she called somebody some black bitches. Yeah, um, she was her haters and everybody else and yes. these black but she even called Cardi a bitch on her show. I didn't yeah. that bitch, I you know, I don't have something something that bitch and I'm like, okay, sis, like you 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 really just you really and I ain't saying it be like in a oh I'm a, a Cardi stand mm-hmm. type way. I'm saying it in a um you really pushing it, you really trying it, right? Type of way. That's how I'm saying it. Like, okay, so y'all done already has our beef. I'm guessing that y'all kind of let it go, but you around here calling this lady bitches stuff is like. Okay, like you, you, you going too, you, you doing too much. You going too far. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So before she turned off comments on this picture with her and her um, fiance, soon to be husband, um, she used a hashtag Black Girl Tragic, which was created to help find missing women. They are not forgotten. Mm -hmm. She used it as a way to call out those who didn't care for her relationship with a registered sex offender. I didn't know he was a registered sex offender. 
<laughs> yes, he is a registered sex oh, offender. Okay. Well. Not a D like um, that. I don't. So <laughs> Twitter let her have it. Like everybody was definitely going in on her because I and I really agree because over the past couple of days I've heard her speak um about women and I've always been for women and I love women. I want to uplift them and I want to give them they have so much power and Joe you can't deal with powerful women yeah, like me. Um and so she she claims to be she sounds like a feminist but she's really not. But at, so at the same time you uplift people you bring you pull them right back down by saying black girl tragic. So, I don't know. Nikki's full of baloney. like she just full she's of full it. of a lot mm-hmm. of yeah, a, I, yeah. I just I just feel like she's gonna lose some people within her fan base, specifically over the comments that she's made recently um, on both of the radio show and Joe Budden's podcast, and then to top it off with the hashtag Black Girl. Mm-hmm. Do you really think she's going to lose? Well, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like she losing followers and, well, losing people who really root for her anyway because her attitude is trash. Because, okay. I, I don't know. I'm, the reason that I question that is only because I just think of her fan base. For the most part, her fan mm-hmm. base is... A lot of teenage, like, I feel like her fan base is a lot of younger girls. I don't, yeah, now, like, I honestly, like, I've, I've never been a huge fan. You're not a Barb? No. <laughs> and I, and I feel like, like, when she, I, I wasn't a fan of her even when she first came out. Like, she did have some songs that I like. Like I, I'm, I'm that type of person mm. where like I, I can like some of your music. So she did have a few songs that I like that I bought to, but um, I always felt like she was like the the girls that I saw that was like truly like a stand for her. I felt like they were way younger. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so like I just never really considered myself to be like a, a, a huge fan so that's why in some degree I'm like she did what she got what going like it's like I care but then at the same time I don't care because I don't know I, and I don't know I guess it just like this whole social media thing sometimes like I kind of I like to follow certain artists like it's cool to be able to see certain artists and follow them on social media, see their personality, and see what they're about. But then, on the same token, I also think that sometimes it's too much information that we're seeing with these artists, and you know, we start to like we. I think like we're just in too much in their lives. You know what I'm saying? If if right. if had this yeah. been ten, five, ten years ago, it would have been an expose. Oh, 
uh, what's this girl name? Nicki Minaj. I forgot her name. It would have been oh, Nicki Minaj goes off on um, Joe Budden on a thing, and we would have had snippets. But it's like now, you know, we got to see this. We got to see her and her and the pool, but boyfriend, fiance, and it's just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's Social a lot. media just changed how the way you digest everything because everything is so readily available. Yeah, it 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 has right, and so I don't even know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Damn, what the hell was I talking? About? What were we talking? About? Uh, we talking about Nikki dumbass, but it's fine. Oh, can move. Is hashed, oh, her losing fans. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, I know what I was saying. I feel like her because her fan base is so young, I think sometimes they think stuff like this is cute. I yeah. think her fan base, a lot of them think stuff like this is cute and they're not really hip and aware because I've heard other people talk about how young her fan base is. Mm-hmm. So, on one hand, will she lose her fans? I'm not really sure because I'm just thinking of how young they are. And you know, these some of these young girls, not all, but some of these younger girls and women, they think that whole popping off, going off, and all mm-hmm. that other stuff, it's they cute. think that's cute. So, you know, while we looking at it like, girl, right. what are you doing? They looking at it like, yeah. That's that's my bitch. That's my girl. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. Well, Nikki's gonna be on pause for me for a while, so y'all won't hear me talking about her for a while. Well, we talk. I feel like we talked about her enough. We don't even talk about her like that. So, word. Okay. I I, feel, I still feel like it's something going on. So yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So I we have one more topic for girl talk. I'm going to read this post that was on Reddit and went um, viral, kind of. We posted it. We saw what you guys had to say. Um, So for those that didn't see it, here it goes. It says, my husband, me, I've been married almost two years. We have a baby. Today's my first day back from maternity leave, and my husband was not happy about it. He wants me to be a housewife. I told him no. I feel sad about leaving my baby, but I love my job. I feel like I would lose myself being at home all day. I feel you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting ready this morning, and my husband came in and watched me for a while. I felt like he was glaring at me, so I asked him if he had something to say. He told me to take my dress off. I told him no, I had to leave. He told me again to take it off. I said no. Then all of a sudden, he grabbed me by my arm and pushed me on the bed. He started to push my dress up and I tried to push his hands away, but he caught my wrist and said, relax, don't make me hurt you. I said nothing. I just let him have what he wanted. I felt kind of scared. I started to cry a little and he just covered my mouth. Then he got up and told me, have fun at work. I called in sick because I felt terrible. I don't think he raped me. I've done (laughs) Don't think he raped me. I don't want to use that word, but he made me feel horrible. My husband has changed ever since I got pregnant, and he's a lot less calm. I just don't understand. I wish I could be a stay-at-home mom and make him happy, but I feel like I would be miserable. 
I'm very confused and feel very hurt. Signed, I think my husband raped me this morning. Hmm. Um, if you say no once, if you say no twice, and they pin you down and cover your mouth while you crying. He that like I, I think that with every all the responses that we received, the whole everybody agreed that he raped her. Yeah, and the one person that didn't was like, I guess I didn't see the part where she was crying. And I'm like, uh-huh. how do you miss that? Like he held her down, she right, in tears. Which I I feel I get why she didn't do anything. Like she just was like, okay, I'm gonna just let whatever what let him do what he want to do. Let him mm-hmm. go on to work, and I'm gonna just sit here and cry the rest of the day. Right. But yeah. So. I, like people think spousal rape isn't a thing, but it can it be. Definitely is a thing. Um, there was one um thing that a listener said. It was like she was raped by her husband. He was he has control issues, mm-hmm. and since he can't make her do what he wants, he had to show her who was in control. Oh. When she had the baby, his love for her turned into ownership of her. If they don't fix fix this, then her life will be miserable for other reason other reasons than being a stay at home mom. And I was like, that was a good perspective. Like, yeah, I kind of agree at the fact that he was trying to show who was in control of the situation. Yeah, yeah you going to work? I'm allowing you to go to work, but right. I'm gonna do what I want to do when I want to do it, and you go shut up. Right. Yeah, he def. I mean, it was definitely a let me teach you this lesson. Let me, you know, it was a control thing. And, you know, it was also like a form of punishment because she went against what he said. I mean, it the whole like I don't. I don't know what I would do in a situation because it's like, do you how like out like do you report that? Is it something that you talk about? Do you try to figure out? Like, I feel that's... like she probably. I would. I would try to talk it out, but knowing like what it seems like their relationship is right now, you probably would want a mediator to come in and mm-hmm. like, go, or like go to counseling together to try to talk through the situation because he might not think he did anything wrong at all. Where mm. she's and, completely uncomfortable by what he did. And that would be the thing, like I guess that would be the, the one thing that I would be concerned about. And I guess I would probably have to I would want to know, like, do you even have any remorse? Right. Are you, you know, like what what was going on in your head to do this? Did you why did you think this was okay. And that's just how I operate. I know somebody probably listening like, girl, you that's too many questions. <laughs> but not like a few things here. So like he said, relax, don't make me hurt you. Right. He held so her he, wrist down. So he's got like some violent tendencies there. Yeah. But they're also very young. So like at he's 26 and she's 24 which means they got married at 24 and 22 mm. 
So they are still very young. Very young. <laughs> have a lot of growing and learning to do. Like getting married and having kids at that young of an age is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. When most of your friends are probably still kicking it, clubbing, trying to figure out what's going on. And now you at home taking care of the baby and all this kind of stuff. Right. And then I guess also like what was the conversation before, you know, the baby came? Was what? it was it some was it even agreed upon that, you know, maybe she would stay home and once she stayed home for a while, she was like, Nah, I'm good. Right. I want to go to work. And right. he, you know, like it I don't know, just sitting here thinking I would like not to give make excuses for him, but I would like to know what was the full story behind or what was the everything behind the baby came, like before the baby came. Yep. What was that conversation? You know, how did that conversation look? And what took place because Some people don't even have a conversation. Exactly. But it seems like he he told her at some point that he wants her to be a housewife. So who knows if well, that was before she got pregnant or after she had gotten pregnant. And I guess the next question would be what uh should do we have housewife money? Like <laughs> right. Like uh can you afford a ha- to have me home as a housewife with a baby? Right, because I'm gonna need an allowance because I'm not sitting in this house every day. Right, and and that's probably and then you know it that it could go back to the control thing. Maybe mm-hmm. he like now I'll bring in the money. You know, it's it's just a lot, and they're young, so it could be what his perception of or idea of what a marriage looked like. Maybe that's how he was raised. Mm-hmm. Maybe. His, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a lot, but I mean, they definitely need to work through that, figure that out. She definitely needs to sit down and talk to a professional because yes. that's not cool. And, and and I would really like to know what was his intentions with that. Like, what what was you trying to? What was your your motive was it to scare me are you trying to scare me is that is this a control uh tactic is this what you're gonna do right when you don't get your way with me has he ever done this before right doesn't seem like it based on what well you know of course she ain't gonna really put that out there because who wants right she ain't gonna be like he did this five times last year i'm like dang right you you know like of course she ain't gonna put it out there like if, if this is of a, a, a regular behavior, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's 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 crazy, crazy, right? It is crazy. Like, and I couldn't even imagine feeling like I've been raped by my husband, who's supposed to be my Ooh, protector. Ooh, And now I feel like now I need mm-hmm. protection from you. Exactly. You know. So I just I would say get some help. Um, I appreciate mm-hmm. everybody. Did we go over everybody's? Uh, I think we've t- like we've already touched on like what almost everybody. Yeah, because like so I said, everybody think, definitely um, said, "Oh, girl, this is definitely rape." A lot of people were just right. like, I think a lot of people were just like, "This is deep." Like it was a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if you have topics for us, um, you can send us an email at the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at two chicks talking shit all over the place. And um, we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you listen, if you use the Anchor app, you can send us a voice message and we might even hear your voice on next week's episode. Um, we'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back and it is time for Ain't That Some Shit. Hmm. And I have a lot. I have shit from last week and this mm-hmm. week, but. Oh, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you some funny ones. Did you see? I'm just gonna run over a few things from last week. I ain't gonna really get into it. Uh, so you know, they the it was the two mass shootings last week, mm-hmm. one in Dayton and one in El Paso. Yeah. Did you know that the, the shooting and dating that one of the victims was the shooter's sister? Uh, yeah, she rode there with him. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, we're going to keep it going. Then, of course, <laughs> I'm sure you saw th- these are last week's. So I'm just going to get up until this week. And, mm-hmm. of course, I'm sure you saw the picture of the man that was handcuffed and tied to a rope. Yes. Two- okay. Yeah, that was crazy. I think the the he was homeless. I believe yeah. he does suffer from some mental illness, but his sister does plan on suing. And the oh yeah, um, it's in process. The police comp- the police department for that area is um, going to change the requirement. They're gonna. I think they're gonna fix it where, in a situation like that, if there's an arrest and the officers are on um, horses, that they wait until they have a car or whatever they're called mm-hmm. paddy wagon whatever come and, and and take them in as opposed to having them walk to the damn car on a rope like fuck. right um funny story um pro okay. ball player is suspended after finding out he's pregnant what oh yeah I did see that one <laughs> that goofball go use some females urine it was his girlfriend's well it said it was his girlfriend's urine uh yeah but he didn't know they didn't know she was pregnant hilarious yeah i thought that was funny okay so how we you know we we moving on along now y'all know that i hardly ever like to talk about 45 but I saw it and I said, I'm just going to show this if it ever comes up so that people can know. People can ask and say, why did they vote for this man? <laughs> so number 45 was um, supposed to be doing a speech on American energy and manufacturing policy. Um, and of mm-hmm. course he went off script. Of course he did. And you know, 
he talked about how there were so many cameras in the back. Um, he said, that's a lot of people back there for like an 11 o'clock speech. He mm-hmm. said, despite the fact that it was after 2 p.m., um, he was ta- he talked about how the coverage for this event was that was like that of the Oscars, mm. and he was saying that the Academy Awards is now on hard times because um, they spend so much time poking fun at him that the listener they're losing ratings. Which oh, okay, all right. We all know that that's probably it fucking lie right um what else oh and then he went on you know to talk about how he loved truck how he loves trucks and yeah yeah we know you love trucks so here it is you're supposed to be doing a speech on energy and manufacturing and you got up there and just talked about just blue smoked out of people ass and just talked about whatever yeah um Y'all know I love a good airline story, and mm-hmm. American Airlines has done it again. Oh, boy. They left special needs kids stranded at the airport for 13 hours. These kids were coming uh, from Portland, Oregon. They were returning to Portland, Oregon, I believe, from Virginia, they were mm-hmm. coming from uh, a camp called Camp New France, yeah, in Charlottesville, Virginia, for kids with neurofibromatosis. Okay, same which, words. Okay, which is a genetic condition in which tumors develop in the brain, spinal cord, nerves, and skin. The flight was canceled. Um, one of the kids was just eight. They had to spend a night. In the airport at Charlotte, it was said that the kids didn't have proper food in order to take their medication. Their parents was not notified, and they did not really have adult supervision. They kind of just kept them in their unsupervised um, attendee or passenger room. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I think one parent said she was only able to speak to her child through calling somebody else through a, a phone call of somebody else or something like that. The airline, of course, they apologized. Of course. Um, And I guess they're going to look into it or whatever. But, you know, it was said that, you know, bless you. Was that a sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> It was there, like they pay uh, $323 for unaccompanied minors. And basically what that just covers is making sure they get on the plane, they get off the plane, and they are um, given to whatever adults supposed to be picking them up. Anything that happens in between, they're not really there to cover. So... You know, you got to love American Airlines. You got to love these airline companies nowadays, period. And yeah. I'm almost done. I think I have okay. two more. Um, three Ohio pastors are facing life in prison and died mm. for trafficking young girls for sex. 
Yeah, so actually the story started in 2017. Uh, In Toledo, Ohio, a third pastor has now been indicted on sex trafficking charges and prosecutors say all three men worked together to entice underage girls with money in exchange for sex. Um, I believe one is, yeah, so two pastors are facing charges of obstruction of sex trafficking investigation. Another one is accused of attempting to destroy electronic evidence. He was trying to get rid of that phone. Uh, While another one is accused of Mm -hmm. instructing another individual to lie and then lying himself, lying himself to law enforcement about his involvement. They are all all have pleaded not guilty. So um, it says that one began grooming a 14-year-old girl for prostitution in 2014. And I'm just like, pastors though dirty you know dog people trust these folks with y'all y'all mm-hmm. trust you trusting these folks with y'all kids thinking that they're man of the cloth and they just be True. out here oh and that's all i have because this last story i want to say through a positive note so that's all i have on ain't that some shit for this week nice quick and smooth okay. you got anything i have a couple but let's see um, so apparently Universal Pictures had a movie that was set to come out called The Hunt. Um, the film was supposed to be about elite people hunting and killing the blue collar people. Mm. Um, and they called the blue collar people deplorables. Mm. And they were killing them for sports. But after the recent um, mass shootings in El Paso and Dayton, um, they have paused on marketing the film. Mm. And so they um, will will be canceling eventually the release of the film, The Hunt. Um, mm. And then, yeah, mm, is right. Um, but wouldn't that so... kind of be similar to... Uh... What was those movies? And they were really popular. The Purge. Well, the Purge, the difference, the only difference is the Purge allowed anyone to commit crime for one night. But most, in most cases, it was the elite that were out there doing like the craziest Mm -hmm. stuff. But this is basically saying that the elite were out to kill blue collar people for sport. Kind of like they was just out there thinking thinking me and you are Bugs Bunny and they are Elmer Foot and that ain't gonna happen. Hmm. That's my analogy. Um nice analogy. All right. Yeah. Um so an officer falsely accused a Georgia Southern quarterback of being in possession of cocaine during a routine traffic stop. Um shy work was pulled over in South Carolina apparently for speeding um, the officers um, asked him to stand in the back of their vehicle uh, at back of his vehicle while they searched the car an officer asked him what's the white stuff on the front of your hood sir I think I um, saw this 
Wirtz responded, bird shit. The officer then continued to insist that it wasn't bird poop and claimed that it tested positive for a controlled substance. That fast? Uh, the, the quarterback said, I swear to God, it's not bird shit because I just tested it <laughs> um, and it turned pink. But at the end of the day, it was not bird. Wait a minute. Poop. So they they're now testing substances on site at traffic. Apparently, stops? apparently, no warrants. Child, child, yep. child, child. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Me either, but that's just dumb. How you how you act a whole police officer and you don't know the difference between bird shit. Well, why would a black person have bird shit on their car? Why would a why would a bird shit on a black person's car? (laughs) I mean, that's just first of all, how the cocaine not go fly off the car while driving? He was speeding, right? I ain't never seen. uh, I mean, I ain't never seen cocaine. I would. Right, let me just say that first. Uh, clear that up. Uh, but I've I've never. I don't recall ever in my life um, seeing a powdery bird shit. So that's the part. Like, because usually bird shit is like like a putty, pasty type. Yeah, that's not what cocaine looked like. Oh, sis. you know. I mean, I watched you, enough you movies had a to know what cocaine booger? looks like. I mean, booger sugar? No, ma'am. See, I don't, no, I don't Not know. Not booger. <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch, I wouldn't put nothing up. Nah, you don't need to. You probably allergic to cocaine. I probably am allergic to cocaine. Because <laughs> I'm allergic to You're allergic everything. to fucking everything. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if you'd be like, guess what, sis? I'm allergic to cocaine. <laughs> I'm about to go. We'll be right back. All right. It's time for... You going to sing today? You feel like singing? Okay. Mm -mm. It's time for on a positive note. Um, I hit hit that note. That's all I got. Um, I have nothing. um, Except for, you know... Positive love. You do, and, huh? Are you gonna make your announcement this week? I will. I, yeah, I'll make it after um we really talk about positive stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. um well, I, you got something? Yeah. Just real quick. Um. So, NYC can no longer test for weed when hiring or on probation, folks. Hmm. They just vote. They voted on it, and they was basically like, and this is old. I just look at the date, but yeah, they said it makes no sense that people go to jail for using marijuana. So they really just trying to, yeah, really like it was at one point. Y'all were just like, oh, weed is horrible. Yeah, now I was like, ah, oh, you do a little weed on probation, whatever, uh, whatever. 
So I'm mad at it though. Like, I'm not mad at, it, but it it just shows you like they they have under they understand now that they can make money off of it. So mm-hmm. governments are like, okay, cool, we'll legalize it, but we need to get cut in. So like they only let certain people get dispensaries. Yeah. Or, you know, are have farms and all that stuff. So, you know, they they done figured out how to um, capitalize off of it. Right. Uh, absolutely. So, but I mean, I still think that that's cool because it is bull hickey that um, did you say bull hickey? I did. Yeah. It is still that people um have to go to jail. Like, did you see the Meek Mill documentary? I have not yet, but I plan on it. Okay. Yeah, we watched it. I watched it. And, you know, it was just, it's stupid. Like, you put these people on probation and parole for years, and they basically still in prison. Mm-hmm. They basically still prisoners. So, mm-hmm. it's like, and any little thing can send them back to jail. Yep. So, yeah. So, it's good that they have, at least have that one thing that they don't have to worry about like at least it's something to start so yep and that's all that's all I have well two chicks would love to see your face um it's been a while since we um showed our face in public and so we decided to just have you know an informal little Hot Girl Saturday. So for those of you that are in the Chicagoland area on August 31st, um, join us at Joy District Chicago uh, for some day drinking, some kikiing. Because um, I love a kiki Child, me too. I love kikiing with my friends. I love the kiki. I want to do hood rat shit with my hood. Nah, I'm friends. too old for that shit. Now nah, that's how my hood end up in jail and shit. Oh. Okay, golden girl. Okay, <laughs> golden girl. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know where Joy District is, it is 112 West Hubbard. Um, we will likely be up on the rooftop. So join us for around 1.30. And, um, yeah, we'll just be hanging out until we feel like going home. And so, yeah, um, that's the show. Thank you guys for listening. And, um, again, hit us up on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And until next week, what you got for them, Fee? Drink your water, mind your business, and be a blessing. Thanks for listening.